Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for October the 16th, the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide, and absolutely we're convinced that checks and balances make America great, and that's one of the peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. We need to use that big time. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. As you also know, it's a freedom-loving fantastic, faith-filled. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time Friday. Two hours of hard-hitting talk, and it all starts now. First off, on the uh, show for the 14th, okay, so Tuesday's show, uh, if you will. We really had a great show, man. I, I, As you know, at the Red Pill Expo, we um, covered a lot of ground. And we had so many interviews, we just couldn't get them all done in the live shows uh, Friday and Saturday. So I pre-recorded a bunch of uh, interviews. And we were airing those, uh, some of them on Tuesday. Uh, we aired some of them uh, yesterday as well. Second hour was full of those interviews. Well, anyway, so some of the ones we covered on the 14th, we had a, a lady... By the name of um, Elaine Every Woolman. And she wrote a book called American Tribal Tyranny How Federal Indian Policy Secretly Monies Up for Elected Officials, Forcing American Taxpayers to Pay for All Kinds of Stuff for the Indians and Give Them Special Privileges. In other words, it's kind of like a union, the tribal leadership in the Indian Affairs Group is on the take, and there's plenty of money rolling around, plenty of favoritism and special privileges. The rank-and-file Indians get in the shaft, just like what happens in unions. Well, anyway, her book documents this and teaches what a problem it is and ways that we can fix it. Great, great interview. We also had our Red Pill Expo guest, Andrew Kaufman, He's a doctor, medical doctor. Andrew Kaufman, MD, is his website. He says the pandemic fraud runs much deeper than you think. Unmasking the lies around COVID-19. Facts versus fiction in the coronavirus pandemic. Great, great interviews. Hour two, we had a Red Pill Expo guest. Del Bigtree was with us. As you know, he's a television and film producer, CEO of what's called Informed Consent Action Network, producer of the Vax documentary. Anyway, he's got a website now for his new talk show, Thursdays TV, if you will. Thehighwire.com is where you can learn about that. Thehighwire.com. Then we had Christian Westbrook. Taking steps daily towards radically self-sufficient communities. Who is that? We're talking about the Ice Age Farmer, if you don't know about him. Great stuff from Christian. We also had a lady on named Denise. Uh, let's see here. Denise um, Mraz, or Mraz, I think is how you say her name. Yeah, Denise Mraz. She's the policy director 
for Kanal Bakari, who's running for House of Representatives on the federal level in Nevada. Um, gold, guns, God, and country is the slogan for Bakari. Electbakari.com to learn more. Great interview about that, too. We need good, honest people in the house. He would make a wonderful addition. Uh, anyway, great stuff. And that was on the 14th broadcast. And I just wanted to highlight it because there's so many great interviews from the Red Pill Expo. All right. And then yesterday's live broadcast. Wow. Kurt had a gazillion stories and he's got a gazillion more. So we'll just dig right in. Backflip. Who condemns? That's the WHO, I should say. Condemns coronavirus lockdowns. Yeah. They say it's doubling global poverty. So even the WHO's not for the lockdowns. What are we doing, folks? Uh, uh, we need to resume life as normal. Over 6,500 scientists and health professionals are now signing what's called an anti-lockdown petition. So not only is the who on it, 6,500 scientists saying lockdowns are not the way to go. Then what are we locking down for? We talked about a tale of two hydroxychloroquine stories, or studies, if you will. MSN touts one, but ignores the other. So they're anti this medication for some strange reason, but they don't highlight the truth on both sides. And what do you expect from the mainstream, right? Karen Pence's office defends her joining the debate stage without a mask. They agreed to do that, folks. For the Democrats and the mainstream press to attack her for this is disingenuous. It's dishonest. It's immoral and it's wrong. You know, when you look at the scriptures and they say, you know, thou shalt not dig a pit for thy neighbor and that kind of stuff. Take advantage of someone because of their words. And okay, that's what they're doing. They're literally manipulating the truth so that you think Karen Pence is just callous and doesn't care. It's an absolute lie. And my question is, why can Kamala get on stage without a mask? But Karen Pence cannot. Wow, sounds like everybody's being a Karen on poor Karen, doesn't it? Just saying. California governor's office tells diners to wear masks in between bites. My simple response is we need the paparazzi to follow Governor Newsom around and make sure that he's putting on his mask between bites. And if he's not, we need to catch him with photos documenting the truth of his hypocrisy. Bay Area companies, believe it or not, are moving to Utah. And other Rocky Mountain states because it's just so abusive, so hostile, so communist in the great state of California that it's beyond recognition for folks like us who were raised in that state and have now, what, fled for greener pastures? <laughs> wow. Donald Trump says catching the COVID-19 was a blessing from God. He praised scientists and first respondents or first responders for treating uh, those who have the virus and taking care of people, I agree on both counts. Mom of premature twins left to die. The poor twins are dead. But Donald Trump's born alive, she says, gives a glimmer of hope. That's according to existing federal law. They should have never been denied treatment in the first place. Nevertheless, this poor mom who lost her twins is looking forward with faith and saying, hey, President Trump, good for you. Um and your born alive act. Anyway, it's a blessing for folks. Good for Trump. Governor of Puerto Rico doubles down, goes against the grain, endorses President Donald J. Trump. 
great news. Being pro-Trump has caused me more grief than being Osama bin Laden's niece. Yeah, she said, why do I support the United States president? Because of his record. That's why. Well, she's right as rain, and that's why I support the president as well. Woman born without legs ditches wheelchair and walks down the aisle on wedding day. That's just a wonderful, cheerful, good news. you got to love it story. And it doesn't even happen in America. It's in the Philippines. But we want the Philippines to be great again, too. And, well, that's how we can do it. One person, one heroic act at a time, huh? We had a poll out 56% of Americans say they are indeed better off now under Trump than they were four years ago under Barack Hussein. Amen to that. Mike Pompeo says we have Hillary's deleted emails and the release could come before the election. Well, Mike, get it done, buddy. Quit talking. Release the information. Let's lock her up. You talked about it on the campaign trail, President Trump. Let's get due process in place, and then let's go ahead and prosecute to the fullest extent of the law, shall we? Tennessee Bishop asks Joe Biden how he will explain his abortion position to God. Ooh, where's the mainstream press to carry the ball on that? You got to wonder how Joe responded to that, huh? Great question. Hey, a good news piece. A home investor found $10,000 hidden in the living room. That's great news, right? But it's even better news because, I guess, he returns it all to the grateful former homeowner. Wow. Good people doing good things everywhere, man. A woman without legs walking down the aisle for her wedding and people giving back money they find that doesn't belong to them. And Wow. Sad tale to tell, though. Atheist group silences future prayers in Kentucky government school districts. It's called Freedom from Religion Foundation. I guess they um, put the kibosh. They put a stop, if you will, the kibosh to the, um, what, graduation invocations? What a sad tale to tell. You know, President Trump has stood for religious liberty, even in the White House, focusing on prayer in school and religious leaders standing together in the White House. Again, we're talking about his record, aren't we? U.S. announces tariffs on $2 billion worth of products targeting nations that are dumping goods on our markets. Good news. That's what tariffs were intended for, to control how others play in the free market. And if they play fairly and openly and honestly, then, hey, low tariffs indeed. But we got to pay for the proper role of government in America. That's why we have tariffs, to not burden the backs of the American people and to make sure there's not a direct tax. It's an indirect tax. That's founding father-esque, to say the least. Nevertheless, I digress except to say that, hey, tariffs grow if countries don't play by the rules of the free enterprise system. That was our one Liberty Roundtable Live. See the kind of stories Kurt brings to the table? Man, we had a barn burner of ideas and education and information that hour. Second hour... We had a Red Pill Expo interview guest, Jeff Peterson in the Matrix with 3Xs.com. Yeah, great, great TV network. We also had on the Red Pill Expo interview guest, government, the biggest scam in history exposed, governmentscam.com. And we had another interview, Eric Kaczynski, CEO, founder at Sound Money Minting. On Instagram, quick pause on your radio. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? 
Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, hard-hitting talk straight ahead on your radio. Kick it off with our buddy, Mr. Ben Swan, Kurt. Yeah, Sam, um, you know, I thought this was interesting. I just, um, you've, you've talked to us before about this uh, as you suggest that, hey, if just a small group of people um, joined us, then we'd have the, uh, well, support we need. And in his case, uh, he sends this little message out to his uh, supporters. He says, thank you to all of, all of you who have joined us. Um, he says, our web funder, um, Equity Crowdfund for ISE Media continues to grow, and he says, I'm honored that we've now raised over 400 grand from more than 1,500 investors who have participated in this crowdfund. Uh, you still have, he says, the opportunity to join this crowdfund. Investors who will join, own a piece of ISE Media and, and be part of a transformative platform says if you haven't uh, already invested uh, you can now but i just thought it was interesting uh um you know the idea that hey 400 grand has been um raised by 1500 investors um you know yeah I by mean, the way that's, that's about 250 uh, bucks a person kurt yeah you know so not big nice... money one-time donations for people who want to own and get uh, a piece of the media and i commend ben swan for this and by the way ben reached out and said hey we're looking for content providers so I filled out a form uh, for Liberty Roundtable Live and some of our other talk shows to contribute uh, to ICE Media as well. So we're waiting to hear back on that. Uh, so that's good news, too. Okay. Amen to that, Sam. I mean, uh, good to work with good people. Amen. So there's a lot mm -hmm. going on in the media. 
Um, for example, a next headline talks about talk radio and related there too, and that's why I say, hey, Ben might want our content as we become more and more uh, influential as the new media takes center stage, Kurt. Well, that's right, and uh, you know this is something you've been uh, saying for years. Uh, but um, the headline reads: Talk radio is turning millions of Americans into conservatives. Um, you know, and as you've taught us, he who owns the media makes the rules. Uh, so that's the reason to participate in the, uh, well, in the media, Sam, and people like Jeff Bezos and uh, um, so many others have, uh, well, they've taught us that that's why they do it. And we've got to be participants or, uh, well, <laughs> we're in trouble. If yeah, not. as our buddy Bo Wrights used to say, you got to wrestle with the hogs, Kurt. In order to, you know, get that done. But Ben Swan doing a great job, and I agree. Talk radio is turning millions of Americans into conservatives. But, you know, they say it's talk radio, and I think that's truthful. But I really want to highlight this point, though, that it's the truth that's turning more and more and more people into conservatives. Kurt, a lot of the people we interviewed at the Red, Ex Red Pill <clears throat> uh, Ex Expo and stuff like that, many of those people... <clears throat> Aren't your typical conservative group, Kurt? Okay, for example, Mickey Willis, the director of Plandemic, the movie, right? Plandemicseries.com is where you can learn more about it. Anyway, he blatantly says he was a hardcore liberal, worked on Bernie Sanders' campaign, and then he discovered the truth and changed. So it's very interesting. Uh, it's the truth that's really bringing people to the conservative viewpoint. Talk radio just happens to uh, you know, carry a lot of the truth. A lot of the talk radio hosts are, you know, into truth telling. And I think that's really the reason for the correlation. I just want to kind of highlight that point. Any other uh, tidbits on that, Kurt? Well, I think you're exactly right, Sam. And, uh, you know, there's uh, at least the Cato organization, uh, Cato Institute has this piece and says that uh, basically, um, you know, um, about 15 million Americans every week turn into one of the top 15 talk radio programs. There, he says, um, out of the 15 top ones, only one leans left. Um, so, um, I mean, the bottom line is uh, conservatism or whatever has, uh, you know, used that method to, uh, well, get their message out. Yeah, which um, one leans left, or, Kurt? Um, you know, I was trying to find that. List. Anyway, I'd be um, interested in that. Uh, I, I'd be interested in yeah. the top 15 they claim as well. Um, mm -hmm. you know, one of the left leaning ones that I know quite well and have a lot of respect for is the Tom Hartman program. You know, he does a pretty good job. He leans left, but he's willing to educate and talk about things. And even when we agree to disagree, he's fine. He doesn't melt down. I, I have a lot of respect for Tom Hartman. He's been on Liberty Roundtable Live as a guest a couple of times. He uh, has had us on um, his program. We've been to Washington, D.C. in his studio, and he had Richard Mack on the, on the air with him. And so, you know, there you go. Now, I don't know if they'd call him one of the top 15, but I bring it up just because he is a left-leaning host, very well-known, author of multiple books, does a great job. Anyway, I got nothing respect, but respect for Tom Hartman. So there you have that, Kurt. The, uh, the 15 are in order from top to bottom or bottom to top? Uh, the worst, I guess. The lowest. You're only 15th, you know? So you got Chad Benson. Um, you ever heard of him? Then number, no. 
Neither have uh, I. Armstrong and Getty. I've heard of them. I know about uh, them. Never listened. Michael Berry. Uh, don't know Brian who Michael Berry Kilmeade. is. I've heard of Brian Kilmeade, and I don't know that he's really called conservative. This is a guy that got, what, kicked off the air and stuff like that for whatever reporting. and Remember all that? Mm, anyway, keep really. going. Uh, Joe Paggs. Uh, yeah, Joe Paggs, very extreme liberal um, in Texas. Joe Bohannon, or mm. Jim Bohannon, very late night, overnight, mainstream press talk show host. Tom Hartman, number 10. That, that's the one I just mentioned. I have, the, I have the world of respect for Tom. Yeah, Dana Loesch, L-O-E-S-C-H. Yep, that, she works with the Blaze, or at least she has in the past, right? Uh, Michael Savage. Michael Savage is, is off the air now because, what, he's got cancer or something, Kurt? Um, I, at least I thought that that was going to happen the first of the year, but he's got cancer, but he, you know, is still on every other night or whatever, yeah. like three nights a week. The ones that I knew Hugh Hewitt, um, Salem radio network, Mike Gallagher also with Salem, uh, George Norrie, number five from premier. And I wouldn't really uh, call George Beck. Norrie super conservative personally. I mean, he's more right. into stars uh, and skies it, and conspiracy, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it lists Glenn Beck and it says Premier Networks. I just don't think Which that's right. Which isn't true. Um, it's not true. Mark Levin, uh, Westwood One. I have not understood that. I thought that was a different one. Uh, Dave Ramsey, um, Sean Hannity, and Rush Limbaugh. There you have it. <clears throat> anyway, thought would bring that to your attention. Speaking of Rush Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh launches brand new operation to help Donald Trump win race. Uh yeah, it was quite interesting. Subheadline says there are a lot of people who do not know what this election's really about. Um, you know, just recently after the uh, president tested positive for COVID and they told him, oh, you got to stay all hunkered down or whatever, then Rush Limbaugh offered him basically the use of his uh, 600 plus radio stations. Um, and they did a two hour, um, pretty much um, uninterrupted program. Uh, with the president, um, so I think um, Rush. Was, yeah, we'll discuss that know. more in detail coming up here as well. Kevin, yeah. Utah, or uh, Kevin's in Montana, I guess, wants to join in. Hi, Ke uh, Kevin. Hi, Sam. Uh, great show. Um, before I get to my topic, I have heard of Michael Berry. He's out of Houston, and I'm not sure how many stations he's on. And yeah. I've heard of Chad Benson. He is on the Radio American Network. I'm not sure from when to when these days, but those are the two. But uh, yeah, it's just interesting. In the to top fifteen, about, though, you don't even recognize many of the names, right? That's the point. Oh, yeah, I've recognized quite a few. Anyway, um, interestingly enough, Sam, I used to be a Democrat. You've known me for a while. Uh, I've changed, and I have to attribute Glenn Beck for waking me up, even though I have trust issues with him now. He did wake me up. Um, but I wonder why the Glenn Becks of the world and some of these others are not talking about alternatives for YouTube. Now, Glenn Beck might not be because he has to try to promote that, but alternatives for YouTube. Like uh, Pete Santelli is on a platform called um, Evolt. I don't know if you've heard of Evolt. I don't know if he owns it or what. Yeah, there's a ton of um, alternatives for YouTube. The problem is that many of them are difficult, and many of them are controlled by other people, and many of them kick you off too, right? Like uh, um, Vimeo is one that a lot of people use, but now Vimeo is kicking people off, and people went from Twitter to oh, Gab and stuff like that. And you know, I mean, there's alternatives. 
But the alternatives are tiny, and the technology is not near as smooth in most cases. Hmm. Okay, because uh, I'm a blind person, and I use uh, actually I have to use NVDA for some of these because Jaws just doesn't work very good for some reason. I yeah, can so barely just get so people NVDA understand, to work with it. NVDA and Jaws are a screen reader to help them uh, access technology. Uh, but when you launch a YouTube link, it just plays usually. Most of the other services, when yeah. you launch it, it doesn't play, and so you got to go try to hunt the play button, which oftentimes is a graphic and doesn't play. You know, doesn't even let you launch the stream. Uh, so that's kind of the problem. Mm-hmm. Then what blind people would do to get around it oftentimes is download the video so they can play it on their computer with some software. But these other services don't let you download their videos. Stay there, Kevin. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Former Vice President Joe Biden will be spending part of his Friday in Michigan. The former vice president delivering remarks on health care in Southfield, Michigan, and then heading to Detroit and meeting with faith leaders. As far as what's on the agenda for President Trump, USA Radio Network's Val Dior has the details. November 3rd is quickly approaching, and President Trump continues to pound the pavement. He delivers remarks at a Make America Great Again rally in Ocala, Florida, Friday afternoon at 3 Eastern. Then he'll head to Macon, Georgia, to address a crowd at 6 Eastern time. On Saturday, there's a stop in Muskegon, Michigan, to discuss supporting the American way of life. And the president will deliver remarks on supporting law enforcement later Saturday in Janesville, Wisconsin. According to data out of the University of Florida, nearly 20 million people have already voted in the 2020 election. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had begun to notice after 10 days with balance of nature, I felt better, more energetic. And believe me, for me, that's something because I have energy anyway. But as old as I am, that was really something to start really noticing. You know, we're all responsible for choosing what our attitudes are, but I had a better mental outlook. I mean, I always try to be positive, but there were subtle things in me that I began to notice. I just felt a difference with this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin and Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi spoke for about 80 minutes on Thursday discussing a new coronavirus relief bill. Pelosi saying progress had been made regarding a deal. As far as if something will be done before the election, Maryland Democratic Senator Chris Van Hollen reminds everyone on Fox News. We've all been very focused on the negotiations between the White House and Speaker Pelosi uh, without recognizing that the huge impediment really is with the Senate Republicans and Mitch McConnell at this point in time. Pelosi and Mnuchin are scheduled to talk through the weekend. There have now been over 8 million confirmed cases of the coronavirus in the United States. The number is jumping by 1 million in less than a month as dozens of states see upticks in infections, particularly in the Midwest. Health experts warning that cases could surge as colder weather drives people inside. You're listening to USA Radio News. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Kevin from Montana. Got to go quickly. Got so much news to cover. Uh, so, Kevin, anyway, I think a lot of these mainstream press talk show hosts aren't mentioning alternatives to, to uh, YouTube and other things because they're not being taken down. The more mainstream you are, the less likely you get taken down is the bottom line. Uh, the big person fighting this is uh, Dennis Prager, doing a great job. But, but most are really uh, not being affected. Rush Limbaugh, you know, a lot of these people aren't really being taken down much. Uh, so that's part of the main reason why. Yeah, do you think Dennis Prager will launch his alternative to YouTube? Because I know the, he still problem, uses YouTube a lot. Let me explain the problem with an alternative. It's very, 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 very difficult and expensive. <clears throat> and let me explain what I mean. Let's say that I launch a new service to YouTube. Where am I going to host that service? Am I going to host it on Amazon? On Google's sites? On Amazon's systems? Am I going to host it on Microsoft systems? you can build your own servers. Yeah, but the problem is you can't you know, feed enough video, so you got to go to what's called the Content Distribution Network, or a CDN. It's a complicated technical discussion, but suffice it to say... From your own servers, you could never serve up enough video. You wouldn't have enough bandwidth. So the way they solve that is with what's called a CDN, which means they post their videos and their content on what's called edge servers. So let's say that I work with a CDN and I upload my content, and now that uh, content that I have, video A, uh, gets pushed to, say, 50 servers around the world. And so if you're watching it in Singapore, you're you know getting a European server. If you're watching it in the United States, or you know, you might get a server out of New York if you're on the East Coast, or a server out of California if you're on the West Coast. So it decreases the distance or the amount of hops, is what they call it in computing, between you and the video being served to you, and that decreases the amount of bandwidth. Now, when 75 million people watch a video, if there's 75 distributed servers, each server is handing a million videos, right? If you were to do it on your own server, how are you yeah. going to serve up 75 million videos from one location? You can't. And so the problem is all these um, systems need to have these distributed networks. Well, if you go look at the distributed networks, they're owned by very few people. You got Microsoft, you got Google, you got Amazon, but uh, you know there's not very many people. And then you've got a few core networks called CDNs companies, but they're all backed by the same technology. Where do you store this amount of data? You got to have huge storage. Well, most people are using Amazon. Uh, in Amazon systems, or they're using Microsoft systems, or they're using Google's, or anyway, all I'm telling you is every one of those people, though, can just shut you down no matter what you build. So who wants to spend ten about, million? Uh, who wants to spend ten million to build a system only to have Microsoft laugh in your face and shut you down? So it's very, very, very difficult proposition. I happen to know a lot about it, by the way. But anyway, I digress. That's the answer to your question. Next topic, we got to hurry and let you fly. I was just going to ask, uh, what about Pete Santelli? He's been on uh, eVault. I don't know if he owns it. Do you know anything about eVault.video? He's been promoting that like I know a lot about the different services. Again, there's so many. It's shocking. So I haven't dug into who owns eVault.video, but I would first off ask who owns it. The second thing that I was asked them is this. What are they hosted on? Where are they hosting the mass, massive amounts of video? And you're going to get the answer of one of the core people that I just told you, either a CDN provider or a storage provider. And they're huge, and they control the world, and they can take you down in a second. 
So go dig into what I'm saying and report back, will you? Yeah. Who owns it? What platform is it on? And where do they store their stuff? And how do they syndicate? In other words, what content distribution network are they using? And you'll get the answers relatively quickly. And it'll lead back to very few people, my friend. All right. Anything else? Okay. Um, yeah, just real quick. Do you think we're going to go back to the days of BBSs where you'll have to access a BBS to get information? Just like, uh, All right. I'll let you fly. BBSs I'll answer the question. I'll let you fly. I'll answer the question. BBS stands for bulletin board system. And in the old days, what people used to do uh, is they used to connect via modem to a BBS system. Um, and it was very, very point to point or, you know, multi people would connect to a single point. Again, with the Internet here, I don't really see us going back to it because I don't see any way to get to your BBS. Let's say that I set one up in my house tomorrow. How do people get to it? The only answer is through the Internet. And if they block access to my BBS, it won't do me any good. So I personally think that a lot of us are going to have to go to what's called local. Instead of getting your information worldwide and nationwide and everything else, you're going to get more local. And they're going to build covenant communities. And people are going to be local. And it's going to be newspapers and small little radio stations and small little transmitters and ways of distributing on what's called intranets. In other words, pieces of the Internet, but locally controlled, locally managed. If I moved to a town where the Internet provider was a wireless provider, uh, then they really have a wireless way that we can all connect in our little town, not using the Internet. We're using their intranet is what it's called. So the answer is I think eventually we will go to simpler things like that. But I believe that the tyrannical thugs, it may take them a while, but they will eventually control the Internet to where it'll become less and less and less and less useful to folks like you and I. That's just my opinion. Write it down. Remember where you heard first. The Internet was a wonderful thing. And if it was left to its own devices, the way it was built, if you will, uh, then a lot of us could use it and take advantage of it. But they're slowly but surely controlling and taking down. Next hour, we'll talk to Ammon Bundy about this very, very topic. So stay ready. Donald Trump. Oh, let's finish this. Um, Rush Limbaugh launches brand new operation to help Donald Trump win. I don't think it's to help Donald Trump win. I think it's just to help Donald Trump set the record straight on the narrative, Kurt, on the news. Uh, the mainstream press is lying about all the news stories to the point where even guys like Rush Limbaugh get it. And so I don't know that it's to help Trump win. But it is to help Trump get the word out. If Twitter's going to manipulate things and shadow ban and play games and shut down the truth and the narrative. You literally have now Twitter and Facebook and, and YouTube and everything else shutting down government official sites and mainstream press organizations that have the guts to report. And so big tech is controlling the narrative. And Rush Limbaugh is just saying, okay, big tech, we'll give the president another avenue to tell the tale of truth. That's all I think Rush Limbaugh is doing, and I commend him for it, Kurt. Couldn't agree more, Sam. Um, you know, I mean, you've got to have some way of the president's uh, Twitter feed and, uh, you know, every everything else gets shut down by the guys who basically are his opposition. There's, uh, you know, you got to find a way. And uh, that's what um, that, I mean, the old talk radio is um, still there, right, Sam? Yeah, and the point that I would make is this. <clears throat> you know, think about it in the greatest country on the face of the earth, supposedly the freest country on the face of the earth, where the leader is the um, greatest, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, commander-in-chief of the greatest military in the world, et cetera, et cetera, the greatest leader in the free enterprise system. I can go on and on. And imagine these big tech guys that just say, we're going to censor that, that leader. 
Wow. And Rush Limbaugh is just saying, I don't believe we should censor the president of the United States. You don't like what he has to say? That's fine. But do we have the right, the authority the, to censor the president of the United States? And I think that's what's at stake here, Kurt. If you can censor the president, you can censor anybody, my friend. That's exactly right. And as you always taught us, he who owns the media makes the rules. Uh, Rush Limbaugh started a uh, uh, operation he calls uh, Operation Turn a Democrat. Uh, he did this right after uh, hosting the president for the two hours. And uh, he says, uh, I know you might think Rush not possible. These people are nuts. These people are insane. I know I'm well aware of how some of them don't seem to be, uh, shall we say, solidly attached to the ground. Um, but he's insisted that some Democrats can be reached. Some of them are impossible, admittedly. Some of them you're never going to convince to change their minds. But I'm telling you, I think there are a lot of people who do not know what this election's really about. One thing I will say, at least about Rush Limbaugh, in the past we've been, you know, quite, um, well, uh, critical of him simply because I think that he was a water boy uh, for the Republican Party. Well, self-admitted water boy, um, though. That comes yeah, from him, not he us. Said it. He said it. And, uh, you know, uh, it seems to me that as he's gotten older and uh, I guess you could say closer to death, um, you know, God's meant more to him and uh, other things like that. And maybe uh, that's one of the other things that drives the president. He's... Uh, you know, looks and says, hey, you know, we're going to meet our maker one of these times, and uh, you better make sure that you've um, done the best you could on the Amen. way. Amen. We pray so, at least. That's for sure. And I will say yeah. this for Rush, though. <clears throat> I don't want to be that we've really been critical of Rush. Okay? As a person, he may be a wonderful guy. What we've been critical of is the policies they stand with or stand against or the behaviors that they have towards or against certain viewpoints or ideologies or beliefs. Uh, because we stand with the Constitution, and when Rush is wrong, then we explain why we believe he's wrong and criticize the uh, principle or the issue at stake. We're not really here to attack him individually. Uh, but when Rush does what's right, we give him praise, and that's exactly what we're doing now. We don't pick sides by people, ladies and gentlemen. We do our very best to stand on the right side of issues, and those who want to join us get praised, and those who want to stand against what we believe to be God, family, and country, and the protection of life, liberty, and property, then we simply do our very best to articulate why we believe our viewpoint is the one we ought to go with. How's that, huh? Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Do we reflect about our future? 
and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. Whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, it ain't gonna happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205 Well, ladies and gentlemen, as always, we appreciate your, uh, well, um, treasured accompaniment here. Uh, on the Liberty Roundtable radio program. Uh, we also uh, thank anyone who, uh, well, does their best to uh, bring uh, this program to you, um, whether it's the Loving Liberty Radio Network or uh, anyone else. Uh, maybe you, you know, help a buddy ears listen to the podcast. Maybe you listen to it live. I mean, however it's done, we thank you. Um, and, uh, I don't know, we can't thank you enough. But the headline uh, says from Bloomberg, and this one reminds me, Sam, I, I remember, uh, uh, or I remember a few m- minutes ago, we mentioned the Washington Post and Jeff Bezos. In other words, him jumping into the media and uh, realizing the power of the media, and that's why he bought the Post, I believe. Uh, well, you've got Mr. Michael Bloomberg um, with Bloomberg News that is also another guy who understands the power of the media and his um, entity, if you will, has this piece, Trump presses bar on political enemies, or excuse me, to target political enemies while Justice Department stays mute. Now, you could say, well, um, uh, this shows what I'd call uh, the extent of the swamp, if you will, Um, the swamp being Bloomberg as well as, uh, you know, the Department of Justice, or as many of us like to call them, the Department of Injustice, and uh, how they continue, even with all the so-called evidence that we know about, whether it's Hillary's or Bill's or you know, uh, Hunter's or B- Mr. Biden's, or I mean, you just go on down the list, it just goes on and on, and yet seems like nobody ever goes to jail unless it's, well, some of us with a parking ticket or something like that. Anyway, uh, next story, the headline from WorldNet Daily says, under the hail to the chief section, says, uh, Trump tells seniors he'll make remdesivir, Available for free, says he'll sign emergency use authorization to make drug accessible. Uh, it's by WorldNet Daily. And, uh, you know, um, one of the things I thought was interesting about this idea is the president, uh, by him experiencing uh, the whole COVID thing and realizing how it basically throttles the American 
well, society, if you will, and even the world, um, you know, he he wants to uh, bless people by, you know, helping them out, if you will. And, and many times, uh, you know, he, it's not just with somebody else's money. It's um, even with his own money, Sam. Well, <laughs> it's hard to know how to respond to this, Kurt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not really for government making anything available in terms of drugs, Kurt. Right. So when he says he'll sign emergency authorization to make drug available or whatever, I, again, I don't like the declaring of emergencies, and I don't like government funding drugs at all. What President Trump needs to do is get out of the way, let the science report the truth, let the free enterprise system work. And, you know, there you go. One of the things that was amazing to me to watch, though, was how typically we see this so much red tape and so much length of time to get anything ever done except for uh, like a, a wage increase in the Senate or the House. I mean, uh, you know, otherwise it just takes like forever to get things done in Washington, D.C. And yet um, with the president uh, realizing that he felt like with the corona or the Chinese virus or the Wuhan virus, whatever you prefer to call it, um, there was a you know need to really hit on it and uh, go focus on it. It was almost like in the old days of Kennedy, I guess it was, when they, um, well, said they were going to go to the moon, uh, you know, had to really work hard on it, that kind of thing. And so, uh, you know, I was reading that, and you mentioned this, I think it was yesterday or maybe the day before, how the um, first lady uh, chose a different path instead of so much of the drugs or the uh, doctor way, um, you know, she chose the vitamins and good good food and things like that. And I'm not saying the president didn't do those things as well, but I'm simply saying that that was her, um, her comments there. And, um, that's what we did as well. Um, the next headline from Breitbart says fed found economy is recovering much faster than officials expected. Mm. Now you don't see much about this story, uh, simply because, uh, well, it would make the president look good and, uh, the standard media is trying to, uh, well, make him look bad as they uh, hope to get their kingman or their leader of their uh, side, uh, Biden, if you will, um, in as the president. Um, and so that's what I think this headline is not going to get much coverage. What say you, Sam? Uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I say you're right about that uh, reality check. But you know what? Fed found economy. Is recovering much faster than officials expected. Again, let's talk about what officials, Kurt, because you know all the official economists and everything else are all in the media, and they're all liberals all get out. And of course, they're going to predict the demise of the economy. They're never going to give credit that it might be coming back until they're just forced to flat out admit it based on it's so obvious. It's like the sun rising in the morning, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, I guess it is happening." And to my chagrin, they don't say that part, but you know, that's kind of their attitude. That's right, what they Kurt? mean. Yeah, I agree. Um, and we see this so many times. They'll say, well, we expected about a 10%. Mm. Turned out it was about 30%. And, um, you know, we don't really want to tell you about that. Um, you know, and so any any good news is, um, well, just covered up. And uh, the bad is um, highlighted, at least from what I can see. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thought would bring that to your attention. Thousands of New Jersey voters in the news, Kurt. 
Well, yeah, the headline, uh, you know, and you, of course you've heard the president saying that, you know, these uh, mail-in ballots are a problem. Well, this headline says thousands of New Jersey voters receive wrong mail-in ballots. Oh, doggone it, Sam. What a shock, you know. Um, and makes you just long for the days of, uh, well, the uh, pencil and a paper um, and uh, your local ballot system, you know. But, um, you know, the, the guys there at um, the Examiner, if you will, the Washington Examiner, uh, have a piece as well as um, Breitbart. And uh, I guess it was um, nearly 7,000 ballots uh, of the 28,000 listed the wrong congressional district. Doggone it. <laughs> Just a little bit of mistake there. Huh? I don't know what your problem with that is. Well, heck, you know, they, of course they won't call it, um, what do they call it, voting fraud. They'll just say it's, um, sorry, you know, right? Well, the truth is that not only have thousands of New Jersey voters received wrong mail-in ballots, but so have people all over the country. I mean, even in Sam mm -hmm. Pete, Utah, a tiny conservative county in Utah, they sent out uh, these ballots and there was no signature line, Kurt. Yep, that's right. Exactly. And so you go, and that's just another example that I just remember off the top of my head. But when Donald Trump says it's a fiasco, and then they mock mm -hmm. him in the mainstream, President Trump is exactly spot on. The proof is in the pudding. Ask the thousands of New Jersey voters how many people are in San Pete County. Thirty thousand people, maybe. Ask those guys. Well, you know, what do you do when you get a ballot without a signature, Kurt? Well, I mean, uh, just like us, Sam, we just barely got um, our, quote, mail-in ballots. And um, there's an extra one in ours uh, because our daughter is uh, on a mission for our church. She's not here. So, and, well, you and can ask, just fill it out twice. Well, don't do that. I wouldn't recommend. I'm well, just making know, a joke but, point But that's exactly what could happen. Um, and then what, what if our mailman wasn't? Apparently, um, I mean, it's not that tough to see when you get a ballot in the mail. Yeah, what, what if, if he just kept it and turned just... it in? You never knew you got double. That's exactly right, Sam. Or what and if that's and it goes on and on and on? Whole, the whole idea of uh, protecting the ballots and that kind of thing uh, is so, so very important. All right, I want to end on a great news story, though. Nick Sandman. Remember the guy, the Catholic kid? that went to whatever Washington, D.C., and then there was a big altercation, and they said the Catholic kid was provoking the poor, you know, um, ethnic groups or whatever. He was kind of a racist. A anyway, turned out it was a big old absolute fraudulent lie. Isn't that the guy? Mm -hmm. You're exactly right, All Sam. Right. Yeah, he was uh, wearing one of those evil Make America Great Again hats and, uh, you know, a high school kid with some of his buddies, and they were there for... Um, as far as I understand, for the March for Life thing in January of 2019, and, um, you know, the initial video spread by so many outlets implied that the teens wearing these Make America Great Again hats uh, had started this confrontation with this Native American activist, Nathan Phillips, but doggone it. The video that showed the incident more fully made it clear they did not. And, uh, and so they tried to browbeat him into a submission over it and lie, and the media got caught being absolutely flagrantly dishonest. So Nick that's sued, right. Kurt. Well, that's exactly right. And his um, 
mm, maybe the best um, lawyer in the world for this kind of thing uh, went to court for him and uh, now he's got uh, uh, basically um, uh, money rolling in uh, from these defamation lawsuits uh, and um, you know the good thing is at least these bad types of media will be paying I think that's good it's way good, except it's so far after the fact that they make so much money on their fraud that it won't matter. That's a great right? point. It's kind of like how Microsoft used to steal technology from companies. And they'd Good steal point. the technology, they'd get rich and make like $100 million on the technology, and then they'd you know, somehow get beat up in the courts 10 years later, and they'd have to pay out like $5 million or something. Yeah. You know, and so you know, I, I understand that it's good. Business. But I also understand we need to put it a little bit in perspective to understand. And by the way, this will go to our next hour in detail. Speaking of the Nick Sandman case, he got justice. Mm -hmm. James Edwards sadly did not get justice in his suing of the mainstream press. I wonder if we ought to be suing the mainstream press. I don't know if you know this, but they've written about 10, 15, 20 articles about me, uh, Ammon Bundy, Sheriff Richard Mack, Stuart Rhodes, G. Edward Griffin. They're attacking us like you would not believe details next hour and they've got all kinds of wrong factually incorrect information they've never even contacted me when they write their stories either kurt by the way they know better because i'll eat them alive but i bring it up because we'll talk about it in detail next hour in the meantime though ted cruz rips apart yeah that's right the headline ted cruz rips apart cbs for airing tara reed interview in australia but not in america and if you're not familiar with who Tara Reid is. She was a former intern for Biden and uh, who Biden, uh, in my opinion, uh, did some evil things to. And yet most people have no idea who she is. That's for sure. But they don't know who she is because the mainstream press is blackballing the story and you don't get a chance to hear who she is because they love Biden and the Me Too movement doesn't care about the Me Too issues. They just care about their manipulated left-right false paradigm. And as Ted Cruz says, CBS will air it in Australia, but not in America. And you got to ask, as Kurt says, one simple question. Why? They're because then the him. well tide might turn against Biden. Uh, after the election, they'll be glad to air it, sir. Yeah, right. You see what I mean? Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. For Sam and Kurt, we declare this nation shall endure. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. Donate liberally today. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Broadcasting live. From atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk, radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for October the 16th in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our two of two, and our goal always to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property. Man, have we got a row to hoe when it comes to that, for sure. Take courage, though, ladies and gentlemen. We are making some tremendous gains. Whether they acknowledge it or not, whether they admit it or not, you can see the evidence of our success. 
That's what we're going to talk about today. Kirk Crosby's with me. We got our buddy Ammon Bundy with us as well. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Thank you for having me. Okay, there's so much to talk about, so little time. Let's start with an article that's really, um, it's kind of hard to know who it's about. They ramble in their articles trying to, how do I say it? Trying to get poop on everybody is the only way I know how to describe it. Okay, they're literally trying to go as wide and as broad and as deep and as focused as they can. But in doing so, they betray themselves big time. Headline says, way beyond the Proud Boys, the militias and the conspiracy theorists to worry about as the election approaches. By Betsy Clamon? Quamon? Anyway. New York Daily News is where I'm getting this one from. It just got written yesterday, October, or two days ago, October 14th. And they want to share it on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere that we're banned on. So I find that interesting. Pro-Trump rally held on New York, Staten Island. Okay, then they talk about this Stephanie with Getty Images. They say, as we approach the upcoming elections, with tensions ever increasing... A great deal of attention is being paid to the Proud Boys. That's the militia group referred to during the presidential debate. And QAnon, the most famous of right-wing conspiracy theories. But beyond the headline stories and behind the scenes, other forces and organizations of the same ilk and possibly even more dangerous are mustering quietly they say. Then they say this past weekend, some people came together in Jekyll Island, Georgia for the Red Pill Expo. And they go on. They say the Red Pill Expo is in its fifth year. So named for the Red Pill and talks about the Matrix. They say presentations range from a talk by Mickey Willis, the director of the controversial Unplanned, or I'm sorry, the Plandemic movie, he was followed by Stuart Rhodes. Oh. Yeah. Stuart Rhodes, militant founder of the Oath Keepers. He was followed by the leader, Richard Mack, who is leader of the militia group, the Constitutional Terrorist and Peace Officer Association. Then they say all kinds of falsehoods about every one of those guys. Then they get into the falsehoods about me because I'm the core anchor that ties everyone together from Richard Mack to Stuart Rhodes to Ed Griffin to Mickey Willis to Ammon Bundy. I'm kind of the core they want you to believe. Ammon, can you respond to that first? Well, you know, I was talking to a reporter yesterday that was calling on the article, the hit piece they did on us. Um, what I mean by that is people's rights, and they called it Ammon's Army, and I'm sure we would talk about that. But Oh, we're going to talk about that in detail. <laughs> That's coming next. It'll just be to these two main articles, really. Yeah, he did a very interesting thing, and I, I actually shamed him for it. What he did is he said, well, wait a minute. There, and he said, there's this guy, and I guess I didn't even know who he was, but this guy. And he had some, like, pretty kind of out there – uh, ideas, you know, really wacko ideas like reptilian uh, species has been controlling the, you know, and then that guy uh, 
made a statement. Actually, that was a very short statement that was pretty good. You know, it was just like a couple sentences. And one of the area assistants in people's rights actually used that quote because it was good and accurate, that, that one quote. And then the, he connected that area assistant with people's rights and then connected that with me and said that we believed all these things about alien uh, species controlling the government and all of that. And, and, you know, I shamed him for it. I said, that, that is just terrible what you did. And he did it to me. Um, he did it to me over the phone. I go, you took one accurate statement that a person said that I don't even know and most people don't even know. And you said, because we agreed with that accurate statement, or actually not even we agreed, a person in people's rights agreed with it. And I said, so therefore, I'm connected to people's rights. Therefore, we agree with everything that that person says. And that's how that's how they are. That's, yeah, that's the guilt what they by association normal. card is played with epic, reckless abandon, sir. But people need to understand. You know, your listeners need to understand. I know you're doing a good job at educating them, you know, that this is what these wicked reporters do. They try to connect all these dots when there's really no connection at all. And then say there's a big conspiracy that they believe that everybody uh, believes the same thing and that there's a plot to overthrow the world, uh, you know, and and they connect people and they do it to try to discredit. That's what they do. People need to be more wise than that. So it, it, it's hard to even understand the gravity of the dishonesty that goes on with these reporters. So they give this big thing about how Richard Mack and Stuart Rhodes are laying the groundwork for insurrection after the election. They're all at the Red Pill Expo with G. Edward Griffin, who's a Holocaust denier. And then they get to the meat of this thing. They bring in Ammon Bundy, and they say everybody was involved with the Bundys. Uh, Richard Mack and Stuart Rhodes were there with the Bundys for the incredible standoff. Most recently, Ammon Bundy launched his own militia group. Everybody's involved in a militia group, they say, called People's Rights. Then they say Mack, the Bundys, and Bushman. Now, listen to this. They say on September 26th, Liberty Roundtable Live had Mac and Ammon Bundy on at the same time. Mac, the Bundys, and Bushman are all members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And they say that my program, Liberty Roundtable Live, primarily caters to LDS listeners who tune in. The Mormons tune in to listen to a variety of right-wing topics. Anyway, Mac and Red Pill Expo founder G. Edward Griffin are frequent guests on the program. Anyway, then they talk about us reading the Book of Mormon in support of our cause. And they go on, and then they say this. The broadcast was even sponsored by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, I don't know if you know, but we do run public service announcements that the church makes freely available, and I happen to grab a copy of some of them, and I run them. But now they're literally trying to get the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and Sam Bushman and Ammon Bundy and Richard Back, who are all members of that church, they're trying to use that to drive a wedge for the church to go, wait a minute, we didn't give this right-wing a racist uh, uh, conspiracy theorist, a law-breaking militia thug, we didn't give him permission to go ahead and uh, use our 
we're not sponsoring the program. And that's what they're trying to do is drive a wedge. But they know full well, Ammon Bundy, these are public service announcements that anybody can run. And they're all positive about God, family, and country. They're not controversial at all, unless you hate the family, unless you hate God. But they're literally trying to make the readers believe in this article, um, it's the New York Daily, that, that somehow the church is sponsoring what I do, that it's an official endorsement of the 17 million worldwide member church. It's completely dishonest. Ammon? Well, um, so I have been, I guess, experienced much of this uh, in you know the last decade of my life. And I've been, I think I can kind of identify the steps because historically you see this happening in history quite a bit. And it, what it is, is what I've, you know, defined it as is just, it's political warfare. Um, and it has three different steps and it's very consistent. It's very strategic. And it, you historic, his, history shows kind of that this pattern over and over. And when there's an enemy that wants to destroy uh, another enemy, I guess, if there, there's a, and they want to do it politically, what they do is they first they try to isolate the uh, their enemy. Uh, they try to either incarcerate them or they try to uh, ban them uh, from being able to communicate. They try to maybe even, uh, you know, keep them separate from the public somehow so they try to isolate them and then they demonize them uh and they demonize them to the to the public uh and now that the that now that their enemy is isolated for example they're incarcerated they can't respond they can't or they're or they're ba- shadow banned or they're whatever else taken down off Facebook, Twitter, yeah, yeah. Instagram, YouTube, whatever it takes to isolate in whatever way they can get it done. The hard yeah. case is, is throwing you in prison, but the soft case is to pretend they're not against you, but yet at the same time marginalize you to the point where you can't have your say for people to get the truth or the other side of the story. Yeah, and you'll see it you'll see it in many different ways. And um so You've got the, what, the isolation. Do we need to go to break? Yeah, you got isolate, demonize, and what's the third one? And then we'll talk about it. The third goal, and then I, I'd like to go into detail, is to destroy. You got it. We'll go they straight. Can't, they can't destroy until they've uh, demonized them. Ammon's spot on. We'll go straight to it in seconds. Ammon Bundy with us. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. 
You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Ammon Bundy with me. People's Rights is his organization, ladies and gentlemen. Let me quickly just say what his organization is in his own words on their website so you get the fair understanding of who's who. People's Rights, uniting neighbors to defend their families, their faith, freedom, and future. Who would you call right now if your rights were violated? Have your family, friends, and neighbors text rights to 80123. Text rights to 80123. And then after sending the text, you'll get a link to a secure online form so you can be part of people's rights. They say we are actively working hard to build a strong legal, by the way, it starts out with legal political, and physical defense system in your area. In other words, a gargantuan neighborhood watch, if you will, with people who care, people who will stand together in the sacred cause of liberty. Well, that's what Ammon's really doing. Ammon Bundy, peoplesrights.org to learn more. Read for yourself what they're doing and what they stand for. I joined, so I should say what we stand for. I just don't want to, as a talk show host, take credit for building it, uh, I just jumped in as a member, okay, and I completely support it. Uh, so I'm just trying to divide, you know, I'm not trying to take credit. I, I didn't build it, but I support it a thousand percent, okay? So I'm a member because I believe in what they're doing. And I believe when they say what they're doing clearly on their website that it is as they claim it to be. Meanwhile, the media is intentionally engaging in political warfare, isolate, demonize, and then destroy is their mode of operandus. Ammon. Yeah, thank you, uh, Sam. We Historically, there's many examples of, you know, isolation, uh, censoring, book burning, uh, destroying, you know, f focusing on a certain type of people. And in almost all of these cases, whether you're talking about, you know, the Chinese Im Im emperor uh, Xing Heng Ti or you know, in Rome, or uh, there's lots of examples. In almost always, they were uh, trying to isolate those who were were seeking to be free, um, and they would then, you know, burn their books. Uh, they would uh, create laws that made the made a certain populace where they couldn't communicate about certain things or. 
Uh, they couldn't write certain things, not even poetry. It was illegal. Uh, and then there was a campaign to basically demonize these, these people, uh, to say they were dangerous, to say that they were, uh, you know, a national health uh, risk. Um, even, uh, you know, we see the um, 1930s era where the Jews and the gypsies were demonized, saying that even their genes were inferior, so therefore they had to be um, sterilized and ultimately euthanized. Uh, which brings me to the, the next next step of, of political warfare, because once you've isolated them and they can't defend themselves because you have you know, made it so that their communication is limited to the rest of the public, but once you've isolated them, then you could say whatever you want about them. You could say that they're dangerous. You could say that they're uh, conspiracy theorists. You say that they're trying to... Uh, destroy something they're not uh, you can say whatever you want because now you know there is no uh, counter to that because you've isolated them and then the public starts to believe what what they're saying starts to believe oh you know uh, maybe the maybe we do need to uh, sterilize all the Jews because because uh, we're being told and we believe that the the, their genes are in, inferior and, and, a, and a national health crisis or, you know, there's tons of examples. And once they get the, the public to believe it, you know, after they've isolated, now they're demonized. Once they get the public to believe, then the public will, will support the government or whoever's doing it. That political entity will support them in destroying their enemy. Let me give you another Actually, quick relative example right now. Ken Cromar had the government take away his home illegally, unlawfully. They took away his home. They threw him in jail. He's out now free. Okay? And uh, the he's got an ankle bracelet because the compromise is that they put an ankle bracelet on him. They wanted to keep him in jail forever, but they lost that battle. That story's not being told at all, but here's what's happening. They put a gag order on the case, so nobody's supposed to talk about it, right? Well, Ken right. hasn't talked about it, but the mainstream press, KSL, the biggest news organization in the whole state, literally wrote an article quoting documents from the court case that's supposed to have a gag order. So this is an example where if Ken violates a gag order, or if others too close to the case violate the gag order, how far that reaches is even a question. They're chilling everybody and talking about Ken Cromar's case. All the while, the mainstream press is literally using exactly the words Ammon says they are. Okay, they're in political warfare, folks, using the media against Ken Cromar, making you believe that he's violent because they tie him to the Bundys. Everybody's violent. But the only people that have killed anyone is the government, by the way. Let's set the record straight on that, people. But anyway, it's political warfare, but it's also morality warfare. Because they're trying to make Ken Cromar an immoral person, that he's a murderer or a threat to society or that he doesn't believe in the law or that he, right. okay, so they want to isolate Ken, put the gag order, lock him down. Then they want to demonize him in the media. And what comes next, Ammon? Yeah, it's disruption. And that, that, that is a good example. I mean, it's an it's a, a example of a family, a person who, who is who's a good family man, uh, honorable to, you know, to his his neighbors, his friends, uh, his covenant, 
and uh, they are demonizing, but the, it only goes one way. He's the one that has the gag where he can't speak. He can't say anything or they throw him in, in, in jail, um, him or his wife. And, and yet the government, uh, mainstream media, which is the government, by the way, I want people to understand that, um, they, they can say whatever they want. Uh, and so it's an, un, it's an unfair uh, war. It's an unfair battle. And so, and, and then but the ultimate goal uh, in these situations, uh, when you're talking about political warfare, war, uh, warfare is to destroy your political enemy. Uh, that might look several different ways. It actually might be physical destruction, which in many times it is, or it might just be to where they uh, have no, you know, ability, no influence at all. Uh, but t- but typically it is actually a, you know a physical destruction of your uh, enemy, whether it might be lifetime incarceration or it might be you know actually coming into your home and raiding them and and uh, killing them or might be uh, like in cases of national because they do this nationally as well. It might be going in and uh, starting a war with this country. Um, and you look at these unjust wars that we've been in, uh, which we have as the United States been in several, what they did is they, they did that very thing. They isolated their enemy. They demonized them to the American public and to the world. And then they justified going in and going to war when really the goal was something totally different, like natural resources, control of waterways, um, maybe just political gain. And it had nothing to do with anything that they really tried to use to demonize them. And I just say this, Sam, to your listeners, because we need to be aware of what's happening. And right now what's happening to you and I and others is they are working hard to isolate us. Uh, I wouldn't even be surprised if, if you're taken off the air because they will use it as a justification. They'll say Sam Bushman is, uh, you know, dangerous. Uh, he promotes ideas that are not beneficial to, you know, the state of Utah and the United, whatever. They could say all kinds of things. Um, he's a national uh, security risk, uh, and it does. And then they'll go and put pressure uh, uh, from top, from on top, from your you know network, and then your network will come to you and say, "Look, uh, we're not going to carry you anymore." Um, yeah, and the good news is right I own the network, Facebook. so they can't say that to me. But what they can do is chop off all of our access to the Internet and everything else. They've done it before, and they can do it again. And this is the dishonesty. So they got headlines. When we say that the media is in bed with government, they're in bed together, and they're intentionally engaging in political warfare, isolate, demonize, destroy. Okay, this is real, folks. You don't believe me? Here's the headline. Ammon's Army is what they call the People's Rights Group. This group that says we want to legally and peacefully protect ourselves, knowing the rioters are around and everything else, they want to call it Ammon's Army as if it's some kind of an offense take over the government group. That's a flat-out lie. Well, then they say questions mount about Trump's ties to Michigan fascist plotters. Trying to, uh, what, kidnap the governor? They're trying to link me to that, folks. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. 
You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The president and I and others are not giving up. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin on CNBC. President Trump saying he would raise his offer for a new stimulus package, but believes House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is standing in the way. The Treasury Secretary continues. I think her all-or-nothing approach doesn't make sense for the American public, and politics are getting in the way, but the president and I are determined to keep working on a larger comprehensive deal. By the way, uh, you know, if they would approve standalone checks, which is mostly direct deposits, we, we could get that money out quickly as well. 18 days before the presidential election, both candidates kicking things into high gear. Former Vice President Joe Biden will be in Michigan after taking part in a town hall in Philadelphia on Thursday. President Trump campaigning in Florida and Georgia. USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking vitamins off and on my whole adult life, and I've never seen any change. Not like this. Not since I've been on Balance of Nature. I used to take prescription medication for uh, muscle aches and stuff. I don't take that anymore. I wish I'd have started it back when I first heard about it on the radio. And if I can give Balance of Nature any advice, keep it out on the radio because I still hear these commercials from time to time, and I'm thinking, you know, you people need to listen up. I mean, I'm over 50. And, you know, your body starts wearing down. But now with nature has literally changed my life. It really has. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is encouraging people to wear masks after being in ICU with the coronavirus. Christie believes he caught the respiratory illness after attending a White House event and helping President Trump prepare for the first presidential debate, all without wearing a mask. Christie telling ABC's Good Morning America... It was a mistake. You know, I I was led to believe um, that, you know, all the people that I was interacting with at the White House had been tested and it gave you a false sense of security. And it was a mistake. Um, you know, I've been so careful, George, for seven months because of my asthma, wearing masks, washing my hands, social distancing. And for seven months, um, I, I was able to avoid the virus in one of the worst hit states um, in the country in New Jersey. A new CDC study shows just over 70% of people who say they always wear a mask to get the virus. More news online at usaradio.com. This is USA Radio News. Wow, i got to hurry, ladies and gentlemen. We don't have enough time to cover all this with Ammon Bundy, ladies and gentlemen. Ammon Bundy riding shotgun on the show today. Ammon Bundy's organization, ladies and gentlemen, is a peaceful organization and i don't want you to believe me okay what i want you to do is go to their website and read what they say and see what they're doing because by their fruits ladies and gentlemen shall ye know them ammon bundy people's rights peoplesrights.org i am a member of the organization people's rights i'm proud to be so let's make that very clear because what they're doing is a marvelous work uh, in our society right now where man the evil is just beyond imagination the dishonesty, the wickedness is just over the top. The media and government, ladies and gentlemen, are in bed together and are intentionally engaging in political warfare. 
Okay? Their plan is three-pronged. Isolate, demonize, then destroy all American patriots. So this headline in KSL about Ken Cromar says this. Cedar Hills House in Standoff was heavily fortified inside, police say. Then they talk about weapons. But ladies and gentlemen, as far as I understand, it's not a crime to have guns. That's what the Second Amendment is. And to call them weapons and bomb-making material, it's an absolute. It's like saying, well, they had a gun in their house. Uh, you know, it was a, a, a shotgun. And they had some clay pigeons for target practice. And then they had some um, fertilizer in their garage. And so they had bomb-making materials, and the house was fortified. And it's a big old absolute lie, and then they call it a standoff. But when we say in standoff, who was there? The answer is when the thugs came to the door, Barbara Cromar was there by herself. A 57-year-old single woman. I don't mean single. She's married to Ken. But they basically took Ken down outside the home before they ever even got to the home. They literally drove an MRAP up to the door, and they got her out by herself. And they call this a standoff? I don't get how it was a standoff. They're just dishonest at every turn. Now take that Ken Cromar case. And ask yourself these questions. Isolate, demonize, and destroy. They're at the demonized stage as they prepare for the dishonest courts to destroy Ken Cromar. Next one, Ammon's army. They make it sound like Ammon is a militia member armed to the teeth, ready to storm government. The truth is, when Ammon Bundy was in the peaceful Malheur Refuge event... He literally walked out of the refuge and went to a gymnasium unarmed with a cowboy hat on and sat in the crowd um, to hear the town hall meetings, if you will, or the meetings with regards to the county and the town there. Okay, and they want you to believe he's just armed to the teeth, ready to, as a sniper, take everybody down. There's no Ammon's army. Folks, it's a lie. The fact is people's rights, uniting neighbors to defend their families, faith, freedom, and their future. Okay, wow, the narrative is so insane. The next headline, questions mount about Trump's ties to Michigan fascist plotters. So there's a few thugs out there, weird guys, probably plants from the government's what I would say, literally tried to supposedly put together a plan to kidnap the governor. And now what they want to do is they want to back that into, well, Trump's tied to them. And Sam's part of the Michigan fascist plotters group because he's tied to Ammon and uh, 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 tied to uh, G. Edward Griffin. And, of course, Ammon and G. Edward Griffin are tied to Stuart Rhodes and Richard Mack who run hardcore overthrow militia groups. Folks, are you kidding me right now? This is the narrative they're trying to build with this isolate, demonize, and destroy mission, Ammon. Yeah, they're hoping that the people will believe it. And then they can destroy us because they know if the people will accept it, then they'll have no retaliation. And if they can get people to believe that someone like Richard Mack is creating a hardcore militia anti-government group and then they take him out, um, then, you know, the people won't respond. They won't respond negatively uh, to the government. Uh, but, the, you know, the reality is, is we we are in an awful situation right now. We are in an awful situation. Our government is not functioning in any way that is beneficial to the people. Um, they 
have ultimately become very politically controlled. Um, they have an agenda, and it is contrary to the to the people. And when you have people like Richard Mack or yourself or, or Mr. Griffin um, that are actually trying to educate people on what is really happening and so that people are you know, not naive to that and so that people can begin to act for themselves uh, rather than be acted upon, when you have that, then, you know, these individuals, these, uh, you know, bureaucrats uh, that most most of work for a government in some capacity, um, they want to destroy uh, him or them for that because it, it, it destroys their, their craft, their game. It's just simply the same thing that's happened over and over. Um, the interesting thing is, like this article that they titled Ammon's Army, it actually is uh, was written, or the study was written by the Institute for Research and Education on Human Rights. And if you go to their uh, their home page and you go about, it basically is uh, an extension of Black Lives Matter. That's exactly what it is. Not even basically. That's what it is. And it says on their very first page, "says We are the Institute for Research and Education on Human Rights. We fight white nationalism." And then it goes down and says, we've been organized since 1983, uh, served as a social justice organization organization dedicated to sending in bigotry and defending democracy and human rights. Love that terminology. Uh, people know what that means. Uh, it says, how do we do it? We use investigative research and strategic organizing to counter racism, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, nativism, homophobia, and other forms of bigotry. So that's on their home page. I mean, it is a terrible statement to say that we fight white nationalism. And what are they saying? That it's okay if it's black nationalism or if it's, you know, Jewish nationalism? Um, you know, I mean, what are they saying here? And basically, when you go down through this, this is just a racist, racist organization that has a socialist agenda. Because anytime you hear... Uh, someone promoting social justice, just just so your listeners know, and maybe they do know, that is promotion. That is the key word for we want socialism, communism. We want to convert this country to socialism and communism. That is that's exactly what it means. And so, and then anyway, I could go on and on and on and try to. You but know, here's the point, Ammon. What are. have I ever done that's racist? And what have you ever done that's racist? I teach on the radio consistently. We're all God's children. And we should treat each other such. We should behave such. That's what I teach, Ammon. Clearly and consistently for over 25 years, sir, you've got, I don't know, thousands of hours of radio to document that reality. No, I know that. That doesn't matter, though. It's only this is just a demonized tactic. And they're using this platform, which is because people need to understand that Black Lives Matter is just a tool as well. And these are basic. This is a basically another tool, just like Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is just basically a tool to further uh, a, a political agenda, which is, you know, socialism. Um, and they are, they are using the black people uh, and those who will kind of follow that narrative to be able to accomplish that. And it somehow it's it's taken and got some footing and. 
And so they're really running with it. Um, but it is nothing more than propaganda. And let's be clear uh, about your agenda, Ammon, because a lot of people say that, hey, you're working with or willing to work with Black Lives Matters. And let me be very clear. Look, ladies and gentlemen, these organizations have been taken over. In the name of Christianity or religion, all kinds of evil has been done. In the name of Black Lives Matter and some of these other organizations, all manner of evil has been done. What Ammon's trying to do, and I don't speak for you, Ammon, but I want to kind of articulate this and then have you, again, if I'm not correct, say so. But to me, your goal is to get in those organizations and say, hey, who are the good guys that are being deceived? How can I befriend them? Because when people learn the truth, the truth sets them free and we can work together. And you look at uh, some of these people that I mentioned before that were complete socialists. The guy that created Plandemic is an example of that, right? Where he was literally working with the Bernie Sanders campaign, not realizing his name is Mickey Willis. And anyway, he didn't realize what was going on exactly. He didn't understand it. Now that he's waking up, he's standing with us. And so your effort is to find the true, the, the pure in heart, who mean well but may be deceived by these organizations, literally taken over by hatred uh, and being used against us. Is that what your goal has been? That's exactly. When, when I reached out to – I didn't reach out to Black Lives Matter, the organization. I reached out to the black people – you know, within the Black Lives Matter organization. I reached out to them, let, let them know, look, I am not your enemy. I believe that your life matters. I believe that your life matters is equal to any other life. I, you know, I want you to see what truly brings freedom and liberty. And I want you to understand that and know that I'm your friend and that I will stand and defend your rights just like I'll stand and defend anybody else's rights. And that's what I've done. And they and, want to make it look like I have joined Black Lives And hold on. We'll, we'll continue on the other side of this. But the, the goal also is this, ladies and gentlemen. We want to stand together for the principles that matter. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm, available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West. 
and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine. Talking with Ammon Bundy today, peoplesrights.org. Go to their website, hear what they have to say, and by their fruits shall you know them, ladies and gentlemen. I am a member, a proud member of peoplesrights.org, and highly recommend you become one as well. Uh, Ammon Bundy, sorry for the interruption, sir. Go ahead and continue. Well, I, you know, I thank you for uh, you know promoting people's rights uh, because it is extremely important at this time because. You know, it is literally the, the calm before the storm uh, might seem pretty chaotic, but it is we have, you know, some time here to be able to unite, uh, to be able to get prepared. And that's what people's rights is about. It's connecting neighbors in their, you know, local communities together um, so that and, and giving them tools to communicate very efficient um, through through texting, through, uh, you know, a version, a very uh, high up-to-date version of, of email um, through a secured messaging system. And we're actually working on uh, this same network uh, using ham radios um, because the first line of defense is communication. And if you're in a situation that has been become very real in the United States, for example, like riots or... Uh, looting in your neighborhood, and there is so much of it going on, that, or that the police refuse to respond, uh, you know, and you're sitting there alone, wouldn't you want to know what, who, what neighbors in your neighborhood, uh, you know, kind of you can rely on? Wouldn't you already like to know who they are? Wouldn't you like to communicate with them? Wouldn't you like to have, you know, tools to be able to Call on each other as needed. Wouldn't you like um, to build relationships of trust? Yes, and that's what this is. This is, uh, you know, those who are joining people's rights are are being connected together. They're being drawn out out of you know uh, the communities, if you will, so that you can see who uh, and know who your friends are and who your true neighbors are. Um, so. It's important that we, you know, there's many other aspects too. There's tools given to, uh, you know, to help you if you legally had to defend your rights. Uh, if you uh, politically, how how to politically defend your rights, and then of course uh, physically defending your rights. And let's not be naive at the situation that we are in right now. Let's not be naive and just think that we can, you know, stick our head in the sand and say, oh. Uh, you know, this will pass, this will pass, you know, without, without harm or damage. Um, if it passes without harm or damage is because the righteous people in this country united together and made sure that they were protected and defended, defended. It will not pass without that. And so go text rights to 80123. Again, you just take and you put uh, 80123 in, in the phone number part, and you text right, and it'll send you a form. And that's right, plural, right? Correct? Right, correct, right. Sorry. Send, <laughs> yeah, and then it'll right. send you a form. Fill it out. You'll have to select the area that you're in, and then you will then be connected to your uh, your your neighbors. 
And by the uh, way, if anybody has fear that you're getting yourself on a list or whatever, look, folks, you're already on a list. We're beyond that part. They've been tracking you for literally over a decade in every way you can possibly imagine. So don't be fearful of that. The only reason you got to put in where you're at is because then we can associate you with your neighbors, right? That's right. We don't ask for our address. We only ask for you to select on the map where you're at. We do that on purpose. And just so people know, we have our own server. It's a secure, secured server. We're doing, you know, a tremendous amount of, of effort to, you know, to protect that. Not that it, you know, not that that is the, the, um, you know, that not that you really can protect anything. But I will say this: technology is like a double-edged sword. And if you're not willing to use the one edge, you'll only be a victim of the other. And Sadly so you ha- we have to act. We have to act. We even have to take the risk. Um, we, we've had, uh, you know, some, some uh, minor attacks, and our system has held up. Uh, uh, and, in fact, in this article, you'll see that because we have what's called area assistance, and their names are the only names that are out in the public. And all the rest of the people's names are, are only accessible to the area assistance. And so there is a system we have created that is very effective in being able to communicate, being able to spearhead, uh, being able to uh, um, organize and still protect people's information and uh, people's names and all of that. It's, 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 it's very inspiring. What the is truth happening. is, however it's been built, it's a genius, an ingenious system. Ladies and gentlemen, we do our very best to preserve your privacy knowing full well that I don't know if anybody can preserve privacy these days. When the Pentagon gets hacked into regularly, that tells you something, folks. (laughs) However, we are doing our very best to bring people together and to make a difference, a difference that matters. And if you're too paranoid to be part of it, you know, go your own way. We happen to believe that technology, and we happen to believe that getting a group together, we are protected in numbers, ladies and gentlemen. That's when we're protected. The bigger we are, um, you know, the harder it is to take us down because we're, we, there's so much exposure, so much transparency. Okay, this is the key. Um, anyway, peoplesrights.org, learn more, get involved. I want to mention something else that they've highlighted over and over and over in these hit pieces. There's a flurry of hit pieces on all of us right now, all of us leaders in the Patriot community. I mean, it's Operation, you know, Take Down Patriot or Patriot Takedown or whatever right now for some reason. Uh, because they're desperate is the reason because they know full well that we're starting to have the truth come out to the point where they will lose the upper hand. So they're absolutely paranoid and they're going ballistic. When the people are afraid of the government, we have Liberty. Not when the people are afraid of the government, we have tyranny, right? When the government's afraid of the people, we have Liberty. That was not a Freudian slip. That was on purpose to get you to really go, what? Hold on, (laughs) Sam. No, I want you to think about what I'm saying. When the people are afraid of the government, you have tyranny, folks. How many people are afraid of the government? Okay, when the government's afraid of the people, we have liberty. Right now, I want to talk about this term they're using, loose-lipped, in the media against all of us, and that is this term militia. Okay, we can debate all day long what a militia really is. I think it's very clear in the Second Amendment. I think it's very clear in history. I think in modern times, they've perverted that to basically mean an anti-government army that's just at any time can come unglued and just take down all of legitimacy and all of good and honorable. The militia will just destroy it all if given the, just the slightest provocation. Okay, that's what they want you to believe today. Ammon Bundy, I'm not distancing myself from a constitutional militia. 
one iota, not one bit. Okay, I back the people and their right to keep and bear arms, and that shall not be infringed. I back the militia movement um, from a constitutional moral, I'm going to say that again, moral point of view. However, the way they're manipulating militia into Ammon's army, Sam's part of the militia, Ammon's a militia leader, Sam's the coordinator for uh, Stuart Rhodes and uh, Richard Mack and Ammon Bundy, who are all militia leaders, and, well, the, the media guy, the communications op guy is Sam. And, okay, I reject this whole satanic life in the pit of hell, Ammon. Yeah, well, one thing that <laughs> I, I, it makes me laugh is because people's rights is not a hierarchy. It is simply a tool for local people to organize and unite with each other. There is no national positions or, you know, not, none, none of that. You know, there's some state assistants that are assisting the local, uh, you know, assistants. Uh, and so this is it's, it's almost comical. It is comical, and it shows that they're concerned and fear. And they should be afraid, you know, because people's rights have grown Tremendously, we we're at thirty, almost thirty-seven thousand people now, and just yeah, a and few every months, day the numbers outdated. By the way, yeah, yeah, exactly. In just a few months, because people understand what's going on, but it's local communities uniting. That's the strength, and in fact, that's what a militia a militia is. It is the people. By legal definition, a militia is the people, and they are afraid of the people. The power is in the people's hands. They know that that's the only power that can back combat their monopoly on force, and so they are demonizing. But go to the Second Amendment. I love the Second Amendment, not because it says the people have the right to keep and bear arms. I love that, too, but because of the first part of it. It says that a well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state, meaning that you cannot be free unless you are going to unite and defend yourself. And it is necessary that the people do that in order to be free. The founders understood that. And if you think you're going to go, you can be free and just depend on, you know, some other uh, force, such as a police force or even the military force, if you think that you can just depend on them to keep you free, you are mistaken, historically and in every other way. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the truth. Again, all I can say is by their fruits shall you know them. They've been telling you that we're all part of militias and that we're going to just rise up and kill everybody. But we have killed and harmed. I leave silence on purpose. No one. The only people that have killed is the government. They literally murdered Lavoie Finnicum. They literally murdered Vicki Weaver. They literally murdered the folks with David Koresh. They've literally murdered time and time and time and time again. And by the grace of God, have we prevented even more death by good, honest, peaceful Americans? The government pointed snipers back in 2014 at the Randy Bu- at the Bu- Bundy Ranch. I'm sorry, uh, and so the people came. And the only reason there wasn't bloodshed there, and/or property destruction and more, is because peaceful people came to the Bundy's defense. Let's be clear, and we didn't start a war. We actually averted one. Let the record be straight, ladies and gentlemen. That's absolutely correct. That is absolutely correct. You know, what happened at the Bundy Ranch was a pattern that was given to us to understand. We didn't know it. We just watched it happen. And that is, is a man had rights. Those rights belonged to him. He either purchased them, worked for them, or inherited them. But they were his. They were even titled 
and deeded with the state of Nevada. He had clear claim on them. And the U.S. government, you know, or at least the bureaucracies in the U.S. government came and said, no, they don't belong to you. They belong to us. They belong to us. Even though they've been in your family for 140-plus years, they belong to us. And they said, we don't care what you say. We're going to take them, and we're going to take them by force, and we're going to kill you if we have to. Let me repeat that, that word, by force, Ammon. Yeah, by force. They threatened to kill us if we resisted in any way. And what we did is we appealed to the American people. We videoed their actions. We told people what was happening. We took pictures of the snipers on the hills around our homes. We took pictures of them killing our cattle and destroying our water infrastructures. And the American people from all over the country responded. They responded in drones. Thousands of people came. And it put, it put a check on, the, on those bureaucracies. It put a check on them. And those, it, it flipped the table. And now they had to leave. And we, that's all we're doing. Uniting people, that is what it is. In ladies ladies and gentlemen, by, the, and by their fruits shall you know them. Okay, that's what I really want to highlight because I think that's the key to understanding who's who in this difficult situation that we find ourselves. Peoplesrights.org. Become a member. Watch their messages go out. Listen to what they're saying and doing. And then watch what the government's saying and doing in bed with the media. And I appeal to you to make up your own mind. Get on your knees and ask God, and he'll guide you to the truth. Ammon Bundy, thank you, my friend. Thank you, Sam. Ammon Bundy doing a phenomenal job, as always. They're lying about every one of us in the media, folks. I'm telling you right now, look into our eyes when you meet us in person, and you'll know the truth. God save the republic.